Welcome back to the Love Intently Podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Kwok, and our mission is to empower thriving relationships. Each week, I bring you conversations with inspiring thought leaders, couples, and relationship experts from around the world. And this week's couple, Brie and Carlos, man. So many of our Love Intently couple stories begin in adolescence, and we absolutely love our high school sweetheart couples, but they bring a whole new love story to the table, the farmhouse kitchen table to be exact. And you'll see what I mean when you hear their full story, but I absolutely cherish our conversation together as they will inspire anyone that talks to them for more than 30 seconds. They moved in together after only knowing each other for two weeks. Yes, two weeks, and they barely had any possessions and even slept on an air mattress for, I believe, the first either six months to a year, which is an insane amount of time. (laughs) Brie and Carlos take us on their journey from taking two shots at a sports bra to having nothing but a few bags of clothes all the way to building multiple successful family-run businesses where their mission is to empower others to bring families together through design and style, including 23 and 10 Routh Street, Lavender Mind Designs, The Curated Project, and The Iman Project. Together, they are quite the powerhouse couple. Brie has also spoken on many stages, including TEDx. I won't spoil much more as they tell their story way better than I ever could, but let's just say they started from the bottom and now they're here. Carlos and Brie, they talk about their journey together, how they literally built everything they have together. And it's just so powerful, especially to see two people of color fighting the odds and doing something great with purpose and mission and just giving back. And I'm really excited for them to share their story behind their companies and the heart behind it because it's far greater than themselves. And I think those are the most beautiful and impactful legacy leaving companies that exist. And so without further ado, here is their story. Well, we met online on blackplanet.com, <laughs> which is like old school. I don't think anyone hardly uses it anymore. Yeah, right before before like, uh, MySpace my, and Facebook match and, and Match and all the apps, yeah, it was like meeting online when it wasn't cool to do, when it's like you're probably meeting with a psycho or killer <laughs> or whatnot. Um, so we met online. You sent me you sent me an instant message. Yeah. And what did you say? What did you say? I was like, hey, cute. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I just thought that was just, oh my gosh, okay. And so I replied back to him. Uh, we chatted for like not even long and met up and met in Addison here um, in Dallas and met at a sports bar. And ever since then, yeah. at the sports bar, I went with my girlfriend. I took a friend because, I mean, I didn't know if he was um, psycho. psycho or not. <laughs> But uh, we bought me a couple of shots, hung out, hung out, drank, ate a little bit, and then the rest was history. How long ago was that? That was two, uh, 10 years ago. So we just celebrated 10 year anniversary. So that was 10 years ago. And it was, gosh, two weeks after that night, we moved in with each other. Like, it was all like, past the yeah, past honeymoon day, <laughs> past like getting to know each other. <laughs> but I was a hostess at Kona Grill, 
And he called me one time and I walked, because I remember I was working there. I walked outside and on the phone and he was like, hey, um, do you love me? And I was like, yeah, I love you. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to move down there. And <laughs> he came, came down that night or tonight? I think the next, next day. Next day? Yeah. He came out like after. the week after. And we moved in with each other. Picked up the airport and ever since then, we've been kicking it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Wow. I think we were both, both by the days of our lives were like, we were kind of like, look for like where we were headed. Yeah. You know, we were like, both like, yeah. I had gotten out of bad relationship and I was here living with my brother. And I think we both were just at a point where it's like we both needed someone. Needed someone and yeah. we, we depended and leaned on each other. Yeah, exactly. So. It was truly about timing. <laughs> wow. So did you guys go on dates with other people before each other? Yeah, we, we did. Oh. We well, went yeah, on a couple we, of dates with other people. But before we started? Yeah, before we started dating. Before you moved in? Yeah. Before, before we moved, moved in together? together? Yeah, we were dating other people yeah. and stuff. Like, I was in a, kind of, like, seeing somebody, and he was like, no, yeah, because he had tons of people that he was talking <laughs> to that I found out and afterwards. <laughs> he was dating around and talking yeah. to a lot. So, yeah, because it's kind of like, when we got together, it's kind of, it happened so fast, so anybody that we were talking to or dating or whatever, it's like, I cut off mine immediately, <laughs> but then he took time to cut his off, so. <laughs> so what set each one of you apart for each other? Because you guys had obviously been talking to other people, like, those shots must have been real good or something. Like, what <laughs> I know, right? And the thing is, like, he was so, no, wait, talking, he was so cheap. Because he didn't even buy me like a real I drink. Didn't know you. <laughs> he bought me a shot, and I was like, and then also girlfriend and I, we had ordered like uh, food beforehand, and so we're like, oh, he's gonna buy our dinner, and you know, he's gonna buy our drinks yeah. and stuff. And so he gets to the bar, and he's like, yeah, he's like, asking what shot I wanted, yeah. and he's like, okay, I'll take two of those shots. And then when we're closing out, he's like, I'll pay for those two shots. Yes. And then we had to pay for our dinner and pay for everything else. So he was even a cheap date. I didn't, and I still <laughs> look, I came at the end of at the end of the uh the date. Like yeah. y'all was already eating and everything. I didn't even wait to be the yeah. food was already it's done and everything. Done. But yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah. And then how much longer after you moved in did you guys when did you guys get engaged? Like when was the moment when you guys kinda knew this is a person you wanted to marry? It was a while. I mean, like, since everything happened so fast, we didn't know each other. So it took a long time for, I mean, instantly I knew that I was, I mean, I was head over heels for Carlos. Like, I was just, in my heart, I was like, he's my soulmate, he's the one. But I always fell, like, really hard and was just, like, just total all about love stories and happy moments and stuff. Um, but I don't know when yours. I think it was when, like, you know, you go through your honeymoon stage and, Everything is good and there's yeah. no problems at all. And then when you, you know, when you go through that rough patch, then you realize, okay, she, she's a keeper. Yeah. You know, and then we went through our rough patch. Rough yeah, we patch. had a really rough patch where yeah. we didn't have anything. anything you know, yeah. and usually I'm the one in my relationship, my past relationship, I'm the one who provides for everything. And um, when Bree stepped up and was like, hey, you know, don't worry we'll do about it. We'll do it together. We'll do it together. Yeah. That's something different for me. I, I never had that in my past relationship. Before, he was always the provider, always yeah. the one that came up with everything. But I was always the one that I thought, like, we could figure it out together. And, I mean, like, Carlos and I just, when we got together, we didn't have much. We didn't have anything at all. And we built everything that we had, like, as one. 
like with each other. Yeah. And I mean, I really think that became a big thing about us falling in love. And I mean, to be honest, like you probably didn't fall in love. Yeah, it wasn't. For yeah. me, it wasn't love per se. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like. I wasn't actually that. his typical girl that he would date. And so <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I really love you, and yeah. you know it was things that I didn't know about you, and I learned, and you know it felt Yeah, speaking of building things together, you guys run quite a bit together. I would love for you to share your businesses and how you got here. So we have um, Lavender Mint Designs, which is the one that we started together. Um, that's the furniture business, and that's where Carlos and my dad, um, and then I, quote unquote, build. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we build um, handcrafted furniture, like farmhouse tables, and it's just all about. We're really big on family. That you know, we built our. We're just. I think that's that's really what's a huge point for both of us is that both of us had strong beliefs of what a family should be and how a family should be. So that is like the base of our business. So the farmhouse tables, it brings like families together where they can share, share memories, moments, and meals and bringing everyone to the table. So that's what started the Lavender Mint Designs. Um, we started that by building in our garage and my dad gave us all the tools to do it, the hand-me-down tools that he taught Carlos how to build. Right. And, and uh, we just took it from there and yeah. uh, we kept it reasonable and affordable for them. Yeah. From you us know, not, having not having anything, you know, we knew uh, it was like yeah. you want something and not be able but to, to have a it. table and you have your, you know, your friends, your family around, and you have conversations. Those are memorable moments that you'll never forget, and you uh, exactly. do that for everything. Because for a long time, like Carlos and I had like an air mattress, and that's where we had ate everything. Like that's where we would sit. We didn't have a table. We never had a table where we could share excuse me, our day and what went on and what's going on. And I think that's just so key and so important um, within your life. And from there, I always had Iman Project, but I didn't know what the heck I was doing with it. It was like an event planning business. It was a marketing company. It was, a, it was all kind of stuff. Um, so we took the tables, um, lavender designs, and we did on the table workshop purpose. And basically all the workshops were what we did on our farmhouse table. And it was about bringing the community together. So first we started with the family, bringing families together. Then we went to focus on bringing the community together, no matter who you are, your background, race, religion, style, um, where you come from, that you could have a seat at the table. And with that, um, it grew to where we would do the workshops, <coughs> excuse me, all over. And they range from like calligraphy, floral design, painting, succulent, um, just different things. We also started doing a woodworking one right, where Carlos and dad teach the woodworking um but it was really cool it, it grew like crazy uh, we were able to be featured on good morning texas with it and just kind of share like the story behind it and from there it grew to the studio studio yeah we um 2310 Ruth right. street and it's little house on Ruth. so i wanted to have a place where everyone could come not only to the table but actually to a space whether they feel as though they belong. So it's all of our brands kind of like, you know, made a beautiful mess yeah, and right. came together. And now that's 2310 um, Blue Street Lifestyle Studio. That's so beautiful. I love what all three of those companies stand for because it's so centered around community and genuine connection. Okay, so you guys just mentioned that you 
only had an air mattress for the longest time. Mm-hmm. How long was that? And and talk to me about that season because you guys have been together for 10 years and you've been through a lot. And I think a lot of times it's easy for people to see you where you are today and think that it happened overnight, but that's not the case at all. Like paint the picture a little bit of like how, how you got where you are. So, I mean, 2009, when we started dating, um, I kind of came, I, like I said, I came out of that relationship and I like left everything behind. So I left everything in Houston and I came with like nothing. Um, I had my Honda, my little Yorkie, um, and I had all my clothes in trash bags. And so when Carlos came too, I mean, you. Yeah, I didn't have anything. I, yeah, I mean, uh, I just got. Nike uh, bag. Yeah, I, I, I was I was out here in Dallas and I worked and I got um, uh, I worked for an aviation company and they got laid off over like five hundred people. And I was looking for a job as well myself. And um, you know, I was in and out of relationships, not really you know focused on this at that time. So, so when we got in, so we didn't have any money. Right. He didn't have a job. I had horrible credit. <laughs> and then, like, um, when I had left Houston, I had broken my lease and kind of just, like, not, you know, I just left really bad terms. And so finding, finding a place was really hard. And even if we did find a place, we couldn't afford it. So we stayed in, like, um, horrible motels, um, the ones that you pay weekly and the ones that you pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ones you pay for, like, that's forty four ninety nine a night and stuff. I remember like driving around and we couldn't even find one that we could afford that was um, under fifty bucks. And um, we were determined to to make it because I mean we had options. I could have went back home. He could have went back home, and I could have went to my brother. And I remember we were at we were at the movies, and um, I don't know what came up, but I we were we were staying with some friends, and then Carlos like he came up and he's like, you know what? you can go back to your brother's and he's like, I can sleep in the car, you know, I can figure it out or whatever. And, you know, then we figure all this out then we can find a place for stuff. And I think I told him like, I was like, no, we'll figure we'll it out figure together. together yeah. You know, if I sleep in the car with you, I stay at this motel with you, like we'll find out and figure out a way. And a couple of weeks after that, um, I, I was always, I worked, I've worked like two or three jobs or whatever, but um, Carlos continues like to look for a job, continues to apply for his unemployment and stuff. And uh, then we got approved for apartment. Like we just went to the apartment and like talked to them, told them the thing. And when we moved into the apartment, we had the apartment, we had nothing. Like I left all my stuff behind in Houston. And um, then the stuff that I had in storage, I couldn't get out of storage because we couldn't afford the storage. So, um, able to get the storage and stuff and get the thing but in that I just had like little I didn't even have like I had a couch um I had little bitty stuff it wasn't yeah, like it, it wasn't, wasn't anything it. so we um didn't want to go get a rental bed the rent a center so we got an air mattress and then we went to Sam's and what did we get at Sam's uh, we got some uh, trays to cook yeah to cook something in. <laughs> so we got these silver trays yeah. the Cheetos yeah. and the cereal mm-hmm. and that air mattress and that's what all we yeah, had for yeah. a long time. <laughs> wow. So and that was for a while. So we 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 didn't have a bed or a table and stuff for about a year. Um, we're so grateful that we struggled when it was just us. So um, so grateful that Kai and Kale didn't have to experience any of that. You know, it's harder for to have little ones to go through that. You know, we were young. And then the funny thing is, like, 
no one really knew like what struggle we were going through because we were still going out. We would meet our friends. I mean, we chip, yeah, we, we have chips and salsa and water and stuff. But I mean, we didn't make it known that you know. I mean, yeah. if you look back at the pictures now, you'll see like, oh, she's wearing the same, same black leggings, scarf, the same stuff all the time. Um, I think we were just determined to do it to make it out. Ourselves. Yeah, you know, we didn't even let our parents know. Yeah, my dad, on. like even yeah. now when he hears our story and stuff, he's like, I had no idea that you guys were struggling with that, or you didn't have a place to live, or you didn't know. So. Yeah. yeah, we were just, you know, we were going to make it or, or nothing. We were going to yeah, make it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we were going to be okay. So. Yeah, looking back, what would you have told younger Carlos or Brie in those seasons? Oh, goodness. Or what do you wish somebody else would have told you? I wish somebody would have told us it was going to be okay. You know, I think we Through all that struggle, we had, it had to put like, it made our relationship really rough. Because when you struggle financially, when you struggle, you know, money, not having money, it causes a big burden on people. Not having money and then not knowing each other causes an even huger burden. So I think that I wish somebody had told Younger Brian Carlos, work on you guys first alone before trying to work yeah. on it together and then getting money and whatnot. All these materials. So, yeah. yeah. I think that would have been you know, helped out so much more and laid a better foundation for, I mean, I think, you know, having a foundation from struggle is has good and bad things because when you have that struggle of foundation, it causes, um, it causes strength, but also causes a lot of pain. So I think that is a, what I would tell yeah, you. Yeah, you gotta have a, yeah. a medium, you know, a middle. Exactly. Yeah, you can have too much pain. Yeah. We had a lot of pain back then because we both had, and then I had just I had a lot of pain too that I was dealing with, not from my past relationship, but just with me in general. Like I had a lot of stuff that I was dealing with, and then I had to put that all on Carlos, and that was something that he had never experienced or knew how to deal with. So therefore, he couldn't even learn to love me or grow to love me at that point because he was dealing with all this new stuff that he had never dealt with before. So I think that's like a huge. What helped on your healing journey? Learning to love me and learning to find out who I really was. Um, for the longest, I didn't know who Bree was. I didn't know the definition of love. I didn't know how to love myself. And I think trying to figure that out, how to find a real, the real definition of who Bree Iman was, I helped out tremendously. And then also hearing my two sons and becoming a mother, that was life-changing as well. Yeah, I mean, you, you I think... She said about learning how to love yourself and knowing who you are is a big thing. Because yeah. you really can't love somebody if you don't really love, love yourself. You know, and um, mm. that's something I had to deal with too at the time. And I just didn't understand Brie. I didn't understand myself. That's why I didn't understand Brie. So, um, mm. I was always family oriented. So, you know, I. I I knew that part. I knew yeah. that I wanted a big family. I knew that, you know, that, but I didn't know, you know, how to be in a relationship, how to love yeah. somebody. You had never been like, yeah. yeah, in a, like a real relationship where you live with a person, this is all, or not all, you never been all in. Right. And it was the time, like, how our relationship started so fast, it was like, you had to be all in. There was no choice. Nothing. Another person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, definitely. Yeah, so get to know the other one as long as, and as well as get to know yourself. Yeah, when it comes to getting to know who you are and self love, what advice do you have for other people that are maybe earlier in their journey and and struggling? Um, don't think that you have to change who you are to become one with the other person. I think sometimes it's so easy to get wrapped up in forgetting yourself so that you can be what how the other one feels that you should be. Uh, I just think it's really important just to be who you truly are because that way, you know, if you are who you truly are, then it's no like, oh, well. Yeah, you're not faking it. Yeah, not, not faking it. You. Because if you fake it and if you act like someone else, then it's never going to really work because you're not, you're not being authentic. And for me, it's communication. Yeah. If you communicate to maid and you tell them everything, like whatever's in your mind, I mean, that's like, not just what you think they yeah, want to hear. Yeah, that's what you think what they want to hear. It's yeah. like that's the biggest thing. Yeah, because you know, you, you might think the other person might not relate or understand, but not that way. You, you just yeah. communicate and you know, you talk to him and he talks back to you or she talks back to you and figure it out together. Yeah. When it comes to your entrepreneurial journey and building community together, are there any things that looking back on the early stages of your business that you wish you would have known, um, especially working together? I know you guys had a little bit of separate brands for a while and then eventually well, uh, merged. I think understanding each other's brand was um, would be a big thing. Um, when I started the workshop, Carl didn't really understand like what I was doing with them. All he saw was just a lot of money going out because, of course, I mean, I was just trying to get the name out there. I used a lot of influencers and bloggers. I didn't sell that many tickets. It was mostly just, you know, it was a lot of fluff. Cause I knew it's like I made no money from the beginning. So um, it he had to grow to learn to understand that. And think mm-hmm. that was a big thing. And then also I had to view, like, Princess with Lavender Mint Designs. I felt I was always like the one that's posting about it on social media, the one that's talking about it, the one that's talking to the people and stuff like that. So I didn't think on the part like, hey, he's doing a lot of work and building these tables, you know, building all these orders, taking the time to, you know, learn this stuff. I mean, you had never done. Yeah. I just think it's about learning other people's strengths. Yeah. You know, like I know Bree is very uh, business minded. She had a business way before, you know, um, Lambert and Men and then my project. She, she ran it and you know, she uh, she did successful in it. And I never had a business before in my life. I just know how to work hard. You know, I know that. I know, you know, if you put in the work, eventually it's going to outcome. Some, out, some good outcome is going to come out. So I didn't understand the part of the business side. So if you understand the other part of your mate or whatever you're doing, I think it's uh, it will work out. It will work yeah. out good. How about balancing both staying connected while running a business? Like, do you guys have boundaries or how do you guys do it? Uh, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I'm constantly on my phone. I'm constantly on my phone. Even like today, like since Carlos has been off from his foot, um, he doesn't really get to see like me during the day, like interact and always on my phone. So it's like my whole thing is that I'm sell- I'm in sales. I'm selling my brand, I'm selling our family, I'm selling our businesses. So with me with sales, my whole thing is follow-up. 
So when somebody sends me an email or someone sends a text message or a DM, my instant thing is to reply right away. Because, you know, my whole thing when like I was in corporate sales forever is that when someone sends over a request, you put it, send over the, you send the thing right then so they don't go to the next person. So with that, I constantly have my phone in my hand on and everything. But today, the first time he's ever told me, he's like, hey, you know, your man's right here. Your man's beside you. I'm never really off during the day. It's okay. Just take breaks. And I set my phone down. And that was like a big thing. And then like to my to myself the whole day, it like kind of bothered me because I'm like, I do. I have to learn a balance. And it's like you are selling yourself, selling your brand and everything. But the whole time you're selling a family brand. But at that same time, I need to remember my family. So it's definitely something that I have to work on. But at least it's something that I see that I need to do. But I mean, that's what I mean, it's really hard to balance like all of yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. noticing that you do need to, and then him speaking up and saying something to me, it's like, I didn't take it the wrong way. I was like, yeah, you know, that's right. Let me put my phone down. And then also, it's like a little pressure off of me. Like, it's like, oh, I'll get to them. They'll be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just even having the awareness, I think, is huge to just stop and yeah. say, okay, yeah. you're right. I can take a break. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Got it. The world won't end. Yeah, I I really struggle with that too all the time. (laughs) What has been, you've mentioned a lot of hard times that you guys went through, but I wonder if there's a moment or a specific story you could share on one of the harder parts of your marriage or relationship and how you guys walked through it. Um, I don't think I've told him this, but I think like we forgot how to dance. There was a season in our relationship, in our marriage, that we truly forgot how to dance. And literally and figuratively, when we got first got together, we used to go out all the time, go have fun, and go out dancing. And we went through a rough patch last year, January, and then another time, I think July. And I think we got so busy with our brand mm-hmm. and so busy with the business that we just focused so much on that, and we were just like an oil machine, just like working, working, working kids are doing everything else that we stopped working on us. Um, yeah. I stopped paying attention to him. Okay. He stopped paying attention yeah. to me. Uh, we stopped focusing on Bree and Carlos because we were focusing on everything else. Um, we stopped dating. Yeah, we, we lost we, that touch. We lost the touch. We lost the, you know, the, that, lost that fire, right, that fizz. Exactly. Um, and that was a really, really tough time for us. It was a really trying time. Um, it's like we were booming in our business, but our marriage, our relationship, yeah, our friendship yeah, yeah. was bad. And it's I think that's just really, you know, it's like a huge thing on social media. Like, you know, everything can be curated and beautiful and this many followers and beautiful feed and all the right presets and everything. But in real life, in reality, it just wasn't that. Oh, it's so and so totally different. It's like you have no filter. You have no preset. You have... It's not about the followers. Your followers, you, your husband, your kids, you know, your dog's house. Um, so we forgot how to dance. And when I'm going to counseling, yep. one of marriage counseling, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I didn't know about Carlos. Carlos didn't know about me. And we couldn't hear each other because we didn't talk about it to one another because we were on such defense about, like, how we how we were. So, um through that time, what do we started? Yeah, we just started from scratch. We started from we, scratch, we, yeah. We started, like, literally, we was like, hey, let's go back to hi, I'm, well, hi, I'm Carlos. Yeah, hi, yeah. We didn't even yeah. start from scratch. Like, we started from what we've never done before. Right. Like, we never dated. 
everything happened so fast. We got together two weeks after knowing each other. We never dated. And we never had a honeymoon phase. So we went back to 10 years ago, how it should have been, how getting to know each other and planning, like he would make plans for us to go, you know, to date and stuff. Um, things that he wouldn't ask me to do. Like he didn't think I wanted to go watch a sports game because he didn't think that's what I would like. He would ask me anyway. We would go and watch um, the go watch basketball or whatnot with the sport bars. But we just started dating again and go out and went out and started dancing. So that's why I always say, like, we forgot how to dance and end up learning how to dance. Yeah, that's so beautiful and just so important for people to hear, you know, from the outside, everything looked great. You're thriving. And just for you to even share vulnerably that you guys went to counseling, I think, um, will resonate with a lot of couples to see like, oh, yeah. Yeah, counseling is very, very important. Um, It's hard, you know, to do because that's that when you go to a counselor, that's a safe place, right? And you're supposed to share how you really feel. And and it's sometimes really hard to hear how your loved one truly feels because it's like, why couldn't you just tell me that? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, especially like with Carlos, I was like, okay, you gotta just tell me that. And it makes you kind of angry and you know, you get like a lot of emotions out, but it truly is, truly is helpful. Well, what are you guys building towards now? Like what's the vision for the three businesses? Oh, goodness. Well, to keep them intertwined, um, I always say that I never know what's next, that it kind of just happens. Um, right now we're working on a market and um, it's just something where like as local makers um, and as having a studio, we want to bring that all together. So we're working on it where we're bringing local goods and one of a kind artists, creative makers and stuff. And they come and do a pop-up market and we're doing that once a month at our studio. And um, yeah, just something that, I think it's been on our heart for a while yeah. to do. And um, this is exciting. It's something different. So. Yeah. 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 We want to keep it intimate. Yeah. Keep it small, family, size up. And, you know, and then, it's, of course, keep it affordable. That's just a really big thing with us. We want to give everybody a chance, of everybody opportunities that we've never had. I think that's what every brand, everything that we do with our business, that's always the forefront. Well, where can people find you and support you? So, um, the Mon Project on Instagram, T H E I M A N Project. Also on Instagram, 2310 Root, R O U T H Studio. And Lavender and Mint Designs, that's on Instagram. And then our website has everything. We finally got a website. Um, mm-hmm. It's the Amon Project.com. Amazing. And of course, in Dallas. Like, I'm in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. What do you wish you knew sooner in your marriage or relationship? I wish I knew how to understand Carlos one earlier on. I think if I knew the way that he thought of things or the way that he saw things or took the time to listen to how he perceived things, I think that would have been made it a lot smoother. Yeah, I, w- I wish, you know, we were just upfront about it. Yeah. You know, like you said in the beginning, how you, you know, at first how you talk to somebody is how you want them to hear how you are and not really go into detail of what you've been through or yeah. what's going on at the moment and all that stuff. So, 
think if you're just honest up front, like, it's a big thing. Cause that way you can know that person, like truly know that person. What officially allowed you guys to shift there? Was it counseling or, or were there, was there moments before? It's all kinds of love, counseling, wanting to stay together, wanting to fix it. Um, I think being honest with one another, being transparent, and just really feeling that, you know, just not even about love, but just about getting to know one another. I think that's just a big thing. Just starting over and getting to know. Each other. The big part is both both of the people got to be into it. So yeah. Not one person just be like, hey, I want to work this out. And the other yeah, person. It does have to be both parties. It has to be like both people. Giving them a hundred percent, and then that you're not every day is not going to be a lovey dovey day too. I think that's really important. Like you have to realize that every day he's not going to like me. I'm not going to like him. <laughs> but I mean, that's just we're all human beings. We all have emotions that we go through, things that go through. What is the best relationship advice you have ever been given or could give? So when we went through our rough patch, I confided in a friend that was older. Um, she has been married for a while. Um, she told me it was really important to not nag. Um, nagging is like a big thing. And she's like, any men, no matter what age, young, old, and uh, like nagging. And nagging can be something that is like, you ask them, do they do something? Do they not do it? And then you want to know afterwards, why did they do it or whatever? I think I was really big on nagging. Um, and I, I think I thought, yeah, yeah I thought, but, and it was less stressful for me, whatever. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, I don't nag as much, okay. <laughs> um, and then, um, I think another like really big advice is like when you're not happy, tell that person. I think so many people don't tell the other, their mate, when they're unhappy. So, big thing of advice is like when you're unhappy, that way it doesn't blow up to something even more, you know, later on down the road was like, oh, I was never happy. You know, you have to tell the person, like, why you're not happy? What's going on? Talk to you. I think for me is not going to bed angry with the other person. You know, you gotta, you gotta let it go. You know, you gotta forgive that person. If you, if you truly love that person, you know, you gotta forgive them and understand how they're, how, how they're feeling. You know, you sometimes people put their feelings ahead of other people's feelings, and I understand how other people, how the mate feels. And uh, once you understand that, and if you promise each other that you're not going to go to bed angry at each other, it's going to be a better next, better day the next day. Well, before we move on to the last question, I just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge both of you, Brie and Carlos. You guys are doing phenomenal things um, in Dallas and, and for the community. And I, it's just really beautiful, the brands that you have built and what you guys stand for. So just thank both of you for fighting through the tough times. Like You guys slept on air mattress for a while together and, and fought through that. But now you have three beautiful businesses and two beautiful kids. And yeah, I just thank you so much for coming on and sharing so honestly and vulnerably with us today. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Everyone has a story and it just makes you a little braver and uh, gives you a little more strength when you share it. 
Well, my last question is, what does love or love intently mean to you? Me, it means unconditional. Um, no matter what you go through, no matter um, how many times you may fall out of love or think that you're not into that person anymore, just having that unconditional love, that love that just is strong and it just keeps you going, and then also loving yourself. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Loving yourself is a big thing. And um, just understanding what love is, period, you know. Yeah. A lot of people uh, don't know the definition, don't know the definition of love. Yeah, they, they like somebody a lot, yeah. but they don't know the definition of love. Yeah. Love is hard. Love is hard. Yeah. It's hard, it's beautiful, it's yeah. so many things. So many Thank you so much for listening, guys. It was an absolute pleasure to talk with him. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked this episode and think that it could inspire someone else, be a hero today and make someone's day. Screenshot it, share it with a friend. I know I deeply appreciate it when people hear things or read things that remind them of me or can bring me to a higher level for that day. And so you can be that friend today. Share this episode, tag us, let us know what resonated with you. Be sure to tag Brie and Carlos, find them on Instagram. They're phenomenal people. I fully support them and hope that you will too. And last thing, if you haven't already, you should go to loveintently.com and check out the love personality assessment. I talk about this assessment a lot, but what I love about it is it helps build awareness to yourself and your partner. So you can start having language around your differences and similarities on how you communicate, how you fight, what things resonate and matter to you. And again, this quiz is just introductory. We are building a way more robust version to be released at a later date. Um, but we just think it's a great tool. And especially if you're single too, for me, being able to build this language as a single person allowed me to understand what I'd be looking for in a partner and how to even communicate my needs if or when I entered a relationship. So anyways, hope you have a fabulous week. I so deeply appreciate your time and until next time with love and intention.